welcome back. So we're going to be reading from our little book. I've got to talk to somebody, God. It's a woman's, literally a woman's prayers to God about her life, every aspect of her life. And she put it in book form and the Lord is using Marjorie Holmes in 2023 to touch and bless us. So if you have this little book, it's going to fall under the grouping, uh, Put My House in Order. And the name of the reading is Order. And so let's just get started. I will trust the Lord to bring order into my life and into my house. In his presence, there can be no real chaos and confusion and dirt. For he is peace and purity and order. And he is here. He lives within these walls as he lives within my heart. He sometimes stops me as I fret and struggle and scold and say, and says, don't be discouraged. He reminds me that we are all his untidy children, but he loves us all, even as I love these who cause me so much work. As I move from room to room, picking up the other people's possessions, he reminds me how abundant in life that it strews in my family's path, so many good things. He bids me look out the window and see the abundance of the fields, the woods, the water. The very earth is strewn with bright awnings and discards of its living things, sticks and branches and leaves, shells, snakeskins, nests and weeds, and feathers and flowers. The very water carries these things on its breast. The wind blows them about. Yet Mother Nature does not despair, no matter how many times she must do it all over. He reminds me that back of everything, governing all in, is order, absolute order. I will trust the Lord to bring that order into my house. Hmm. Well, I know in this, she's speaking of her physical home, but it could also be also in reference to our spiritual home, I feel. Um, in the presence of the Lord, there can be no real chaos and confusion or filth, dirt, because he is peace and purity and order. The Lord is very much about order. And he's here. He's here in my physical home. Hence, I've said, made reference several times that I'm very conscious of what I allow myself to watch or hear and even bring into my home. There are things that I will not even allow to be brought into my home because it's not right <laughs> to me, you know, in, in my home. Um, he lives within these walls and he lives within my heart. He is with us wherever we go. No matter what we're doing, where we go, who we're with, the Lord is there. He's privy to your conversations, to your thoughts, to your um, intentions. And it, that's why it is so important to be prayed up, to be in relationship with the Lord so that we can be in peace and purity and order. As he lives within us. Now, let me clarify. That does not happen overnight. 
If you're just coming to the Lord, maybe you've strayed, maybe you've backslidden and you're just now coming back to the Lord. Maybe you've just kind of, you know, lost track and uh, you're trying to get back on track with the Lord. It's not going to be an instant thing. And we're never going to have it down 100% even to the day we die. We do the very best we can with what we have. And he understands our humanity. He created us. He understands, like I said, our intentions. So, as we are trying to get our house, either our physical house or our spiritual house in order, he understands there's going to be a lot of cleaning out you have to do. For instance, in your house, Lord, I need to spring clean so bad. So many areas in my home that... You know, things kind of just, oh, I'll just put it in there and I'll get to it later. You know, I'll clean that out later. I might need this later. And things can kind of get cluttered and chaotic, dusty. Um, the same with our spiritual life. You know, sometimes we know things that we need to work on, but maybe it's it doesn't fit in our timeline. So we'll just kind of like, Okay, I'll get to that in just a little bit. I, I'm going to put that on the list of things to work on. You know, I'll get to that. Same thing, you know. We have to take the time, just like we have to do with our physical homes. We have to take the time to address those, like my closet, like the closet in the craft room in the office, like the closet in the guest room. I've got to take the time to address those closets, to clean out, declutter, and get rid of stuff that I've just kind of been putting in there thinking, well, okay, it's been this long. It's still there. You don't need it. It's time to get rid of it kind of thing. Same thing with our spiritual closets. We put stuff in there. Well, it's time to get in there and clean it out, free it up. And just like in our physical home, once you do that, you start feeling such a breath of fresh air and it just starts feeling so good and you just start feeling so light because you're getting all this stuff cleaned out, you're cleaning areas out, it's just feeling so much better, or at least it does for me. And then the more I do it, the more I wanna do it. Well, same thing with our physical home, you know, with our body, our spirit. The more we get rid of that gunk and that stuff that's weighing us down, that's hindering us, that's keeping us from going to that next level in the Lord, the more we start getting rid of that, then the more free we're going to feel, the closer to God we're going to feel, and just the, it's just, we're just going to feel better in general because He's that good. And the, the closer we get to Him, the more peace we're going to have, the more purity there's going to be in our life, and the less dirt there's going to be in our life. And dirt doesn't have to mean that what you're doing is is a sin or bad. It could just be something that is keeping you from going to that next level in the Lord. It could be something so innocent and it could literally be something that does not affect me or your neighbor, but it is that one thing that can, can um, hinders you. It could be like a conviction. You know, we all have different convictions. No two people will share every identical conviction. Um, that's kind of a problem I have with quote unquote religion because they want you to be in this box and everybody look, act, feel, and think the same way. And I just don't think that's right for me. 
I'm speaking for myself. I don't think that's right for me because God created me the individual. I mean, I have children. I have two children that I give birth to, that I carried inside of me, that I created, that I've raised. And they are two totally different people. Raised by me, but totally two different people. They have two temperaments. They have things that, they're just different individuals. So therefore, I treat them differently as far as I know what Cody don't like to eat, so I don't cook that for him. I know what Delana likes to do, so I try to do that with her. I try to treat them as the individuals that they are and not group them together just because I'm the mama. This is how it was going to be. I raised you. I don't do that. And I feel like that's how the Lord is with us. We're individuals. And what may not affect, bother, or hinder me may just be exactly what triggers you, you know? Therefore, we all have our own convictions. And the Bible is very clear about seek out your own soul's salvation with fear and trembling. You've got to have a relationship with God. You've got to have a prayer life with God. And when you do, you will know what is pleasing to God for you and what is not pleasing to God for you. No one will have to tell you. And when he tells you, maybe you're doing something that he does not want you to do. Maybe you're wearing something he does not want you to wear. Maybe you're listening to something he does not want you to listen to or watching something or reading something that he does not want for you. He will let you know. And if you are in relationship with God and you have that prayer life with God, no one will convince you to just keep doing it. It'd be all right. Just keep doing it. Just keep, girl, you overthinking that. Just keep up. It's fine. I do that all the time. It don't bother me. No one will convince you. You will know and you will stop and you will change. How do I know? Been there, done that. Still, to this day, it happens to me. God still will convict me. And he's so good, y'all. He will not just bombard you all at one time. And it may be things that you've done your whole entire life and you've never had an issue with. And then one day, it may be time to just gotta go. And he's not being mean. He's not being cruel. And he's not wanting to just take away things that you enjoy or that you see no fault in. I promise you, and I'm speaking from experience, if you give it up for God, for the right reasons, under his direction, he will replace and reward and bless in ways you never thought possible. It may be that he, like the little girl with the teddy bear, like I talked about several videos back, he may bless you with a bigger and better teddy bear. Then again, he may just completely bless you in a, a totally different way that makes you forget about that teddy bear you give up, you know? He's just so good. And I love how... He speaks to me and talks to me and how I can look back at even a year ago, things that I maybe 
did or said, you know, would watch or listen to or participate in. I don't do anymore, not everything, but some things. But definitely I can look back even as five years ago and see the change. But he's so good that he doesn't just bam all at one time in your face. Mm -mm. It's a gradual thing. And that's why it is so important to have a relationship with him because he will gradually mold you and make you and create you in the way that he designed you to be. I hope that's coming through and coming across. But with her talking about, you know, getting her house in order and this and that, and how she looks at how nature takes care of things and cleans things up and it just does it. That's how God wants us to do. And he can do that in us, but we have to have relationship. We have to have a prayer life. None of this can, can take place on a, I lay me down to sleep. Pray the Lord my soul to keep prayer. You've got to have a prayer life. You've got to have a relationship with God. And in getting that relationship with God, you as he starts purifying you, and y'all, there's some pain that comes through, through being purified. You're going to go through some things. But if you will keep on and let him purify you and put things in order the way he wants it to be, then you're going to come back and you're going to feel that peace. And he's so good as he's doing all this work in you. He's going to be right there with you. You're never alone. And though you may go through some things, and y'all, I'm speaking from experience here. Though you may go through some things that hurt, that is so painful, that you do not even know how you are going to get through it, that your only hope of getting through it is with God and with prayer because it is so painful. That potter's wheel is a painful, painful place to be. But it's so vital to be on that potter's wheel from time to time so he can mend and, you know, he may have to re-break it here and there so he can patch it up and fix it and put it back together. If y'all have ever heard the song, He Didn't Throw Away the Clay, it's a beautiful song and I highly recommend you listen to it. It talks about being on that potter's wheel and how he didn't throw away the clay. He just started over and he patches and in fixing you and, and remaking you and patching up some hurts and heal, healing some pains and, you know, taking out some parts that didn't really work. You're going to see blood in that pottery from the potter where he's reworking and reshaping. But I'm so thankful he didn't throw away the clay. He didn't look at me when I screwed up and I messed up so significantly. And he didn't just say, okay, I've tried. I've tried and I've tried. I'm just going to throw this away and I'm just going to pick up another piece of clay and I'm just going to start over and I, this is a lost cause. No, he keeps on and he's purifying me. And sometimes, yes, it is so painful, but I can truthfully look at you and say, with tears in my eyes, every bit of the pain that I have went through, Every time I've had to be put on that potter's wheel, every time, y'all, every time, it has been worth it.
because he has brought me closer and closer to him. And I have more and more peace. And that's why sometimes I can be in the midst of a storm, just utter chaos, and it feels like everything's just falling apart around me. I can look back and reflect on the times and know, no, God's got me because that's where being on that potter's wheel and going through that purification process and input everything back in order that I can have peace during those times. Wow. I thank God for the peace that comes from the purification process and putting everything back in order. Thank you, God. And you can reference it back to when you start to do your spring cleaning and you've pulled everything out. I've done it so many times. I'll pull everything out and it just looks like a bigger mess than when I started. And I will say, what have I got myself into? But I just keep on because I don't want to live in that mess that I just made by pulling everything out. And I just keep on. And when it's over and done with, I'm so thankful. And I feel so much better that I finally stuck it out and went through with it. Same thing with God. Same thing with God. I'm so thankful that in all those times that I stuck it out through all the pain and the hurt and the process that he was working on me, I'm so glad I stuck it out. I'm so glad I stuck it out because it was worth it. So worth it. And the final reward is going to be when we look in his face and he says, enter in thy good and faithful servant. Oh, Lord, I can't wait for that day. I hope this makes some sense. I'm just believing God is going to take this and it's going to come across exactly how he wants it to. It's going to touch you. It's going to help you. It's going to encourage you that, yeah, you may be going through some pain right now. You may be in the middle of that purification process. Don't give up. Hold on. He's got you. And peace is coming. I love y'all. I pray that you're blessed. And I will see you in the next one. Bye, y'all.